Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP. Diving into physiology, neuroscience, and linguistics so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career, moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money, or make a difference. Tune in weekly if you care more than others think wise as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to receive our newsletter. Here's your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. Hello, my name is John Cassidy Rice. I am the founder of the Professional NLP Practitioner. And how have you been? It's a long time since we chatted via podcast, and, and that's really my fault. I took a little break from podcasting, and a little break turned into a longer break, and I just got out of the habit, and I felt like, you know what, I'm really missing doing this podcast thing. So I initially thought to myself, you know what, I could do a video for YouTube and then just strip the audio out for podcast. And I know a lot of people do that. But I think they're very different mediums. And so I'm going to keep this purely as a podcast. Now, I might put it up uh, onto YouTube. As I know some people do with, with this maybe a PowerPoint slide. I'm not sure. What's your thoughts on that? Let me know whether that would be useful. But I'd like to get back into podcasting. And one of the things I started to really enjoy were the interviews. So I've been searching around looking for some interviews for you guys that I think would be useful and so I've got some lined up for you coming up that's all I'm going to say at the moment but that's what I've been thinking so I've been thinking about change and transformation as I spend a lot of time doing that that's one of the key aspects to NLP and you know one of the things I find is a great honor to be part of especially when we do the live trainings is you demonstrate an exercise and you see somebody have insights and change and transformation there and then in a room and I find that wonderful also you get I get a lot of that on the one-to-one sessions that I would do with people sometimes so I'm constantly thinking about this change and transformation process that we go through So how could we interweave this idea, change and transformation into our everyday lives? And that's one of the topics I'd like to explore here. And my thinking around this, and, you know, I'm not the first person to come across this. I came across the first idea of uh, Gregory Bateson, who quoted a Japanese Zen master who said, to become accustomed to anything is a terrible thing. And that triggered this podcast. So if we started to do little things differently throughout our day, would that change the way we respond to the world around us? Because I've got this theory that goes, we become habitual in our language. We become habitual in our behavior. And in so doing, become habitual in our thoughts. And when our thoughts become habitual, our results in life become habitual. Or habitual, I'll say that correctly. 
So could we mix things up a little bit? Could we shake things up? And I think sometimes if we made a little change throughout the day, just simple little things that we could do differently, would that lead to a greater transformation? I'm also pondering the idea, if we make little changes on a regular basis and we make them with intention, then what would happen is we'd get used to making changes in our lives. And when we had bigger changes happening in our lives, we'd feel much more comfortable with the process of change. Now, I think some of these thoughts have come about because quite recently I published a book on mindfulness, and that's about being very present in the moment and moving away from being automated throughout our day. So I thought I'd share with you just a few little things about what could we do differently throughout our day. And where did I get this from? I mentioned Gregory Bateson. Gregory Bateson is a fascinating man in his own right. And, um, but he came up with a list of being able to do things differently. And what I'll do, I'll post that down below. And if it's not there, just email me and I'll send you a copy of the list. And it's things like, if you think about when you're sleeping, why don't you sleep on the other side of the bed that you would normally used to? You know, we all have a side of the bed. Now, your partner might not appreciate that, so they'd have to join in with the experiment. Um, Maybe turn off the alarm clock. See what happens. What if we took eating and drinking, which is one of the exercises within the mindfulness book, which was all about really take the moment to enjoy the food because I life gets busy doesn't it and I don't know about you that sometimes you've eaten something but you don't actually taste anything you're just eating it while you're doing something else so eat more slowly chew every mouthful at least 20 times what if you had something different for breakfast what if you only ate when you were hungry and for, and I've experimented with that one, and it was quite interesting. I don't tend to really get hungry, and it's probably not true hunger, until very late in the day. Why don't you drink something different? So if you're always drinking coffee, why not drink an Earl Grey? Or if you always drink Earl Grey or tea, drink a coffee. And we can move differently, couldn't we? So cross your arms the other way. Maybe when you're taking a phone call, use the other ear. So there's lots that we could do that would be very different. Even just maybe don't use a mirror for the day. And if you're a gentleman, shave without looking in the mirror. And maybe if you're a woman, brush your hair without looking into a mirror. And I'm not kind of being sexist there. It's just uh, I don't actually have any hair. So... <laughs> so if- Maybe if you've got hair, don't look in a mirror. Instead of watching TV, don't watch any TV. Maybe don't use any computers or phones throughout the whole day. So there's lots of things that we can do. Now, one of the great things, I think, is also to expose ourselves to different information on a regular basis. This next idea came from a friend of mine called Mark Fox. Mark Fox was one of the youngest engineers to work at NASA. And he worked on the Challenger. It wasn't his fault, it exploded, but he was there. 
And he's got a wonderful website called slizerfox.com where he gives away a book for free. So I highly recommend that. And he's an amazing guy to be around. And one of the things that he explores is this idea of doing things differently, having different experiences. So whenever he's on a aeroplane going somewhere for example one of the things that he'll do is to buy a book on a topic he knows nothing about so he might buy a book on fly fishing or knitting or how to do your makeup because what he says there is that you just never know what spark of creativity will happen from reading a topic you know nothing about so there's lots of things that we can do which will stop us becoming habitual in our thoughts and thus becoming habitual in the results. So that's a little experiment that I think is worth exploring. So for the next seven days, let's all do at least one thing different each day, even if it is to have more fun throughout the day. So if you got to a point in your life where you're walking past a playground and you no longer get the urge to climb up the climbing frame or slide down a slide or swing on the swings, go ahead and do that. Do something different and see what results that have on our thinking. And I'd love to hear what works for you, what didn't work, maybe what got outside of your comfort zone. So that's the idea for this week, to do something different, to get used to making small changes. And as we get used to making small changes, maybe when we've got to make some bigger changes in our lives, it feels more comfortable and we get used to doing this. Now, this could be quite a radical idea. What if you work in manufacturing or you work with teams and often teams are going through constant big changes all the time? And that's the same for teachers and well, all of us in work, really. Why not maybe do little things with your team that's slightly different to get them used to that shift in? Now, people definitely like stability for sure and structure. But then the danger of all of that is people become rigid in the way they think and rigid in the way that they do things. Too much change, people feel unsettled. So not only would be introducing little changes... So, for example, if you always have a meeting at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning, maybe have a meeting at 9.30 a.m. and have it as a standing meeting. Just to shake things up just a little bit. If we don't have to be too outrageous here, just little things that make a difference. Well, like I said, I'd love to hear how you get along with this and the results that you have. So please do leave comments and email me at john at nlpcourses.com. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Have a fabulous week. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in. You were just listening to nlpcourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter where we keep you updated with in-depth NLP topics. Subscribe and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro-linguistics, programming, and beyond.